0: the world, especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government.
1: The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists
2: attitudes, prejudices.
0: I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at rdgable at yahoo.com, R D G A B L E, at yahoo.com. Find us on social media at facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings. And visit our website at www.thesecretteachings.info where you can find our full show archive, all the montages, my digital books, and order a copy of one of my physical books It supports The Secret Teachings and The Fringe FM. You can visit the network website by looking for fringe.fm or thefringe.fm and download the Fringe FM application, which is free for your Apple device or your Google device, your Android device. You can listen to the Fringe FM 24 hours a day, seven days a week. All the shows that are on the network, we've got some new shows coming on. And you'll be able to listen to the on demand section, which is pretty cool, and the shout out section where you can send the network. A shout-out. And if you'd still like to do that for The Secret Teachings, we did this one other time in the past, you can just record something and send it to my email at rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. And I'll try to get it into the commercial breaks, and you can hear yourself on the show. At some point in the future, I don't know how many months from now, I'm going to try to start opening up the phone lines and doing some call-in shows. If you've just listened, you just found The Secret Teachings. We used to do that. We used to do a lot of call-ins. We used to take calls. But I've moved away from that. A lot of people start in, like, podcast pre-recorded, and then they go to live. I kind of went the other direction. And there are a lot of reasons why. Uh, but I tried to make this show more like... Uh, a presentation, and I would like to open some episodes up to more of a community-based interaction. And I think that that would would be really great for the network, and it would be really great for, for you listening if you have some input. Otherwise, we just use the email that I've given out, and you can send me stuff there. I've got listeners sending me stuff about more mysterious booms. I have listeners sending me stuff about things that are more political, people are sending me things about vaccines. So there are a number of different topics to cover, and every single week I, I always have things kind of tentatively planned out. And sometimes, because I sort of plan things out over the weekend, I forget about days of the year that are very significant uh, or you know, specific dates and so I have to kind of rearrange a show idea to fit into that specific date. or I don't have to, but that's kind of one of our things here on The Secret Teachings is that we look at the holy days of the year on the witches' calendar, the days that Wiccans and pagans and others celebrate, the days that Christians celebrate or Jews or Muslims. And we look at those holy days or those holidays, the holiday, the holidays, and we try to ascertain from those days the significance of certain world events that are taking place, decisions that are made, acts of war, political speeches, and and see how they fit in to the theme of those holy days. And one thing that you'll find around the midpoint of March into the mid to end of April, is that there is usually some kind of social, cultural, global even, upheaval. There are things that dramatically change, and things that change kind of like a singularity. Scientists describe a singularity as this moment in time where we can never go back to the way things were Technology has advanced to the point where we are essentially a new species that we have merged with machines, that AI has surpassed human intelligence, and we can no longer be strictly human in the traditional sense. Others refer to it as a black swan event. Now, if you go back about 20, 21 years You'll remember September 11th, 2001. And although there had been encroachments on free movement and free association and privacy and your right to defend yourself and assaults on currency, and you'd heard for years this conspiracy or these series of conspiracies to create a one-world government and a one-world currency, a one-world religion, to essentially tear down all borders between countries and to restructure the world in a fashion that would allow for a top-down totalitarian authoritarian state to control every single person on the planet under one, what amounts to one nationality, but one state government that encompasses the entirety of planet Earth. And for years and years prior to September 11th, years before I was even born, books were written about this. Interviews from authors and researchers and others were given. Documentaries were made. And for the most part, those things were either accepted as literal and people were terrified that that was going to happen waiting for the day in which there would be a declaration of global government by some global emperor, president, or something like that, in the same way that people wait for, I guess, the president of the United States to say, look, we've been talking to aliens, and aliens are real, and we've got crashed UFOs, or we shot them down, and we're at war with these aliens, or they're here to protect us and save us from other aliens. But you're not going to get the president to say that, even if it were true. And you're not going to get the president or some emperor or some king to announce, hey, look, we have a global government, and you're all subject to us now. There are no more rights. There are no more human freedoms. That's not how, that's not how it's going to happen. It doesn't happen like a movie where there's a story arc, and by the end of the movie, most movies end with kind of a happy ending. They defeat the empire, or they, they escape the zombie apocalypse, or they survive the, the asteroid impact, or something like that. The real world isn't necessarily like that, obviously. Those are dramatic expressions of potential things, or they are you know potential dangers that, that we face as a, as a people, as a civilization, or they are metaphors of something else. You know, an asteroid uh, is also metaphoric of an alien invasion, something coming from somewhere else and destroying the planet. So you're not going to get an official who's going to say, look, aliens are real. Look, we're going to we're going to restructure the whole planet, but we're going to pretend like you're still in possession of your God-given rights. Uh, you still have the right to do this or the right to do that. that not, none of it's going to happen that way. And in order to transition to such a state, there would need to be major events that would... When you look at them in history, change the attitude, change the mindset, change the perception of the average person. So it really isn't an emperor or a president or some so-called leader declaring that this is going to happen. It's the average person combining their energy with other average people, average just in the sense that they're not you know, leaders, they're not powerful people per se. Uh, You are powerful as an individual, however, and when everybody comes together and collectively sort of agrees or kind of disagrees but goes along with whatever it is that the media is telling them or what their government is telling them, people collectively create that environment. They are conditioned to create what some refer to as their own servitude, their own slavery, which is what Aldous Huxley, the author of A Brave New World, said, People will be conditioned with pharmacological methods and other things to love their servitude. They, they will demand that they be servants. They will demand that they be slaves. They will demand that they follow orders. And they will demand other people follow orders. And so outside of the, the holy days and the significance of certain holy days, because most of you are aware that yesterday was the Ides of March, and uh, traditionally, the Ides of March, like April uh, around Walpurgis or Beltane or Beltane, there are very, very significant, almost black swan-like events or at least things that happen. I mean, I know 9-11 was in September, but there are things that happen around this time of the year that I think are cyclical and I think are uh, a universal casting off of the shackles of winter and an event that really jumpstarts the year. And so the Ides of March, the 15th of March, which is the midpoint of the month, it has to do with lunar cycles. And it was a day in ancient Rome where debts were settled. But it was also the day when Julius Caesar was stabbed to death in the Roman Senate by 60 different conspirators led by Marcus Brutus and Gaius Longinus. This became known as as the Ides of March. There are Ides in every single month, but this became known as the Ides of March, which which means the, the middle of the month, and it's considered an unlucky date in the same way that 13 is considered an unlucky number and is associated with the purge of the Templars from Europe, which pushed them because of the King of France and because of the Vatican into places like Scotland, And Portugal, which became the dominant uh, uh, shipping uh, part of the world uh, because of the Templars' advanced knowledge of shipbuilding and, of course, the Scottish Rite of Freemasonry. And the Templars helped the Scots to win their independence as well against the English. Some famous stories about that. So this this is how history and myth and other things, including popular culture and entertainment come together and they provide us with this this spooky kind of uh, bizarre uh, perception of the world that if you, if you don't know any better, and even if you do know any better, it kind of just feels like nothing is real. And it, it, it just feels bizarre. And that's because a lot of things that are focused on entertainment or that are things that come from popular culture. Often these things are derived from the real world. And I think there's such a disassociation between reality and entertainment and and pop culture and even politics for that matter that we often forget that a lot of entertainment is merely just an exaggeration, a metaphor of things that are happening or things that could happen in the real world. So the Ides of March, the assassination of Julius Caesar, And the Ides of March also happened to relate to 2020. And you remember what happened on the Ides of March last year, at least if you are in the United States of America, this was when the president declared on March 10th uh, and and the coming days after the 10th of March, which some say is 310, which is threaten, threaten, threaten. And, the empire is threatened, and the emperor, the dictator, Caesar, is assassinated, that this was when all the COVID restrictions were begun, a national emergency was declared in the United States, and we were told we had to flatten the curve. And a year later, we are now being told that in order to congregate with other human beings, in order to speak with our friends in public and in order to attend concerts or go to games, sporting events, we have to take vaccines, we're going to have to take multiple vaccines. It's turned into some weird political racial thing where they're rolling out black nurses and telling the black community don't worry, black nurses worked on the vaccine we're not going to experiment on you which is very suspicious uh, when you have the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation which are, it's just a it's founded on eugenics and the extermination of people uh, under the umbrella of uh, family planning the birth control society or Planned Parenthood and Margaret Sanger who said let's get rid of all blacks and Jews among others it just seems very suspicious so you see that there, it didn't take a, a world leader to stand up and say we're going to do this to all of civilization it, it took the average person being terrified and being threatened into agreeing that okay these solutions like vaccines and all these other things these are the things we need to do to get our lives back but of course you never get your life back people that steal from you never give the back the things they stole and now the president of the united states is saying that we'll play this when we come back if you're good if you're a good person there's a very good chance that you might be able to have a july 4th barbecue And it just kind of reminded me of that movie, The Island, where they keep everybody locked down in this bunker, but then they promise people that one day, if you just keep doing what you're told, you might win the lottery and get to go to this island. And that movie, of course, has to do with uh, environmental disaster, uh, viruses and things like that. We're going to look at that tonight on The Secret Teachings right here on The Fringe FM. There's more after this. Don't go anywhere.
2: This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.
0: The Ides of March is the notorious midpoint of that month associated with the death of Julius Caesar and the settling of debts in ancient Rome. Otherwise, it's a joyous gateway into the spring. To celebrate the coming equinox, The Secret Teachings is offering a one-year subscription to our show archive, montage archive, all of my digital books, and a free physical copy of one of my books with free shipping in the U.S., all for only $50. If you prefer a monthly subscription only to the archives and digital books, it's also available. Either donate $50 one time for the year, or establish reoccurring payments through PayPal on our website at thesecretteachings.info, or through the PayPal email, rdgable at yahoo.com. This offer can be used to extend a current subscription and is good around the world. Your support truly keeps us on air five nights a week, supporting both The Secret Teachings and The Fringe FM.
1: Do you want to know more about UAPs, the paranormal, conspiracy analysis, current events, and other topics that interest you? I'm Jess Rogie, host of The Rogie Report. Explore the unrevealed every Wednesday night, 6 p.m. Pacific, live here on The Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting.
2: This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show. You can find me at Truth Frequency Radio or on my home website, www.kevbakershow.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable.
1: The truth is out there, and so are we. KTLK, digital broadcasting, The
3: Fringe FM.
1: Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings, excellent shows. Keep listening with your
0: host, Ryan Gable. It's March, the month of the spring equinox, Ostara, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.
2: This is David Icke, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings
1: with Ryan Gable. It's time you got acquainted. With the real hard truth.
2: This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. Did you hear that scientists recently discovered radio waves coming from Proxima Centauri? Well, I cannot confirm nor deny we are broadcasting from that neck of the woods. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM.
0: From parapsychology to pop conspiracy, and from parapolitics to health and esoterica, I'm Ryan Gable, host of The Secret Teachings, and I'll bring you all of this and more five nights a week right here on The Fringe FM by using critical thinking and objectivity as keys to understanding, utilizing, and appreciating the secret teachings of all ages. You can catch The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM after Joe Rook and Lighting the Void.
1: This is Grammy-nominated recording artist Johnny Cobb. You're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan
3: Gable.
0: Listening to the secret teachings on the Fringe FM. I'm your host Ryan Gable. There's a movie called The Island. It came out in 2005. It's a movie about a group of people who are living in a world in which they have to stay away from each other. They have to keep their calm and not upset the social order. They have a system in which they are told what they can eat, where they can go, and there are other people who live on levels above or below them, and those people have access more so to the outside world, or so it seems. And I don't really want to ruin this movie, but it's, very, it's an older movie. It's very important to look at the popular culture and entertainment and see how it applies to the real world because a lot of things in the real world are just derived uh, from popular culture which is derived from the real world so it creates this this cyclical uh, uh, machine of popular culture and entertainment feeding the real world and the real world feeding popular culture and entertainment and in this movie you find out that the people who are in essence uh, you know distancing themselves from others and they're being told that if they continue to display good behavior in this system, that they will potentially one day win the lottery and be taken to this island where the air is pure and the environment is clean and they can, they can live without having to be cramped up in this facility. And so if you watch the movie you learn toward the end that the people that are in this facility and want, and want to go to the island are not really being taken to an island. They're being taken and their organs are being harvested. And those organs are being used for powerful, rich people. But it's not even random. It's powerful, rich people who have some kind of organ failure or they have some kind of disease whether something they've, you know, done to themselves or something that was just happenstance or they've gotten into a car wreck or something. They, They basically purchased these insurance policies where they've created human beings, clones, that when they need that biological material, then the clone is taken to the island, but really they're taken to another part of the facility and they are put into surgery, and they have those organs or those parts of them removed, and then they are used to help the person who paid for the clone to replace their organ or whatever it might be. And in the movie, it talks about eugenics and how they have to do certain things with the clones that are in line with eugenics laws, but even the, the powerful rich people don't know that the company creating these clones, they're not actually using the clones in an ethical or moral way they, they found that they have to they have to allow the clones to grow and to have these implanted memories and to function socially in order for the organs and you know the other parts of the body to be uh, to be uh, viable. otherwise they fail. And they don't tell the, the clients that. So that's kind of the, the overall theme of the movie and it made me think, and we talk a lot about popular culture and the entertainment industry here on the on the secret teachings, and made me think about what we discussed last night on the show. It made me think about how in California there are three weird things happening, and and they all seem to be connected to each other. One of them is there's a a company called Byte Labs, and this company wants to literally sell you meat made from the artificial tissue of celebrities. So basically, celebrities that are willing, they would give a tissue sample, they would give some kind of um, DNA, biopsied cells, to this company, and then they would create muscle tissue or meat that you could consume. And a couple of celebrities are apparently on board with this. James Franco, Kanye West, and others. Ellen DeGeneres. And at first, when this was announced back in like 2014, people thought it was a prank. And maybe it still is a prank. But it's a very bizarre prank. And it doesn't really seem to have an end in sight. And it's not really funny. But they're suggesting that you could eat the meat of a celebrity. And I started thinking, well, that sounds like these celebrities are offering themselves up on the altar of the gods to be killed and consumed in ritual cannibalism for their beliefs, for the power and the wealth that they have. The other weird thing happening in California is a company called Ambrosia. And although, you know, Ambrosia and Bite Labs, I mean, It's not necessarily focused directly in California, but Ambrosia, the startup company, began in California. Ambrosia, of course, is the nectar of the gods. And this is a company that if you pay them, and this is a very real thing, if you pay them $8,000 per visit, they will inject into your body the blood of young people. Because Stanford University and in fact it was actually founded by a, a researcher from Stanford University, the company was. Stanford University researchers found that by putting the blood of young mice into old mice, it actually revitalizes the body and, and, the, and the systems uh, that, that allow the mouse to function, and it, it reverts them to a, a more youthful age. So it's like the story of Elizabeth Bathory, where she bathes in the blood of young chambermaidens virgins in particular, and she believed that it kept her young. The story of Vlad the Impaler and others throughout history, including Queen Victoria, who used to drink blood out of a human skull, and that's well documented. You can even find that in mainline history text, including the British so-called royal family, who up until a few hundred years ago officially would eat human flesh and drink human blood. And of course, There are different reasons people are cannibals. Some tribes do it because they want to keep their ancestors, or, well, keep their relatives, not necessarily ancestors, keep their relatives warm, so they eat their bodies rather than letting them rot in the cold ground. But others eat them for war-like purposes, to terrify their enemies, or they will consume them as part of some other ritual that we might not understand. I, I I was reading a book on cannibalism. It was pretty interesting. Uh, and they also talked about how, you know, obviously human bones and blood and flesh were used to create medicines. Even kings used human body parts to create medicines. And it just, it was back in like 2012, 2013, there was a big smuggle, uh, smuggling of uh, aborted. I think they were aborted babies that had been burned and ground up and turned into powder. And they were, tra- they they were found in an airport being transported Um, as a form of medicine. I think it was from China. So this is still happening today. And Bite Labs and Ambrosia are two things, two companies that are very, very odd. They just seem off. Uh, Powerful people like Peter Thiel and Richard Dawkins want to inject themselves with young blood, or Richard Dawkins said, let's grow human meat in a lab, and then we can eat it and overcome our taboo of cannibalism. It's like, well, cannibalism isn't necessarily a good thing, Mr. Dawkins, because you should know as a, as a very, very you know intelligent person, just so wise beyond the rest of us, he's so intelligent, that you can develop neurodegenerative disorders from eating at least the human brain, but also being a cannibal, and if you know anything about Kuru... Kuru is a neurodegenerative disorder caused by the transmission of abnormally folded proteins or prions in the brain leading to tremors, loss of coordination, and neurodegeneration. This is very common for people in Papua New Guinea where it's called the human cannibalism disease. It's very similar to variant Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease where cattle eating beef products contaminated with uh, the, the tissue of other animals, the brains of other animals, they develop what's called a mad cow disease or mad cattle disease. Now, these are things that they, they just, they seem, they seem off. There, there's something off about it, to me at least. And I had, uh, I had talked about Kuru and cannibalism on a show last year at some, some time, and I, I pulled out my cannibalism book. I have a cannibalism book. And I had a little note card in it. And it reminded me of Kuru. And again, Kuru is a neurodegenerative disorder caused by transmission of abnormally folded proteins. Now, what's interesting about Kuru is if you read a very important study conducted and published in the journal Microbiology and Infectious Disease about prion disease, you'll learn that due to the fast-tracking of the COVID-19 vaccine and due to the fact that there are no safety studies, according to the FDA, this study was conducted to determine the potential dangers of a COVID-19 vaccine, particularly the Pfizer version, which they only tested on eight people to get their 95% effectiveness rate. That's official on their website. If you read this journal entry, it says that prions disease is one of the highly potential side effects, well, direct effects, of receiving a COVID-19 vaccine, especially one from Pfizer. In other words, getting a COVID-19 vaccine would allow for what amounts to the neurodegeneration Of your body. In very simple terms, the COVID 19 vaccine, particularly the one from Pfizer, could scramble or abnormally fold proteins in your brain and cause things like ALS, Alzheimer's, and other neurological conditions. In essence, the COVID 19 vaccine will give you Kuru. But they say, no, it doesn't give you autism or it doesn't give you Alzheimer's. But mainline publications show, with real science, that you could develop prions disease, which is a fancy way of saying neurodegeneration. And when you eat other human beings, when you eat the brains of human beings, just like cows that develop mad cow disease, well, you also could develop mad cow disease, they just call it KURU in humans, K-U-R-U. And if you get the COVID-19 vaccine, you also would be subject to what amounts to KURU. In, in other words, it's just neurodegeneration. Call it KURU, call it the side effect of a vaccine. Now, that's official in Microbiology and Infectious Diseases, a very prestigious journal where they're telling you Prion's disease is a an effect of the COVID-19 vaccine. So you have this company called Bite Labs that wants you to eat Celebrity flesh, and they're kind of offering themselves up on this altar to all those who have supported them, uh, that have given them the wealth and the fame, and they're sacrificing themselves in a sense. You have a company Ambrosia where these rich, powerful people are going to get blood transfusions, and then you have the third thing. I said there were three, three things in California. You have the California Department of Education. Okay, this isn't some weird, like fringe group that somehow got an article published in mainstream media. You know, they didn't contact like NBC and say, hey, we have this story we'd like you to run. We'll pay you. This is the California Department of Education. They have proposed an ethnic studies model curriculum that includes chanting the names of Aztec gods in an attempt to build unity among school children. And they say that this this unity uh, will be accompanied by love and mutual respect. For years, we've been told that God has to be removed from the school system. We shouldn't have God in the school system. And for lack of a better word, more left-leaning states and left-leaning political groups, although they want to remove God, now some of them are suggesting let's replace God by multiple gods, particularly Aztec gods, and very specifically Tezcatlipoca, The Aztec god of mirrors and illusions, god of the nighttime, and god to which humans were sacrificed, too. Tezcatlipoca is the brother of Quetzalcoatl, Quetzalcoatl the plumbed, feathered serpent, well-known for his Jesus-like attributes, I would say making Tezcatlipoca kind of like the devil, in a sense. Tezcatlipoca is to be chanted. Tezcatlipoca, Tezcatlipoca, smoking mirror, smoking mirror, self-reflection, Tezcatlipoca. Okay, I can barely pronounce that word. Good luck getting kids to pronounce that word correctly, which, by the way, for all the witchy people and all the magical people and all the cool wizards and witches and warlocks out there, in order to invoke these gods, if that's what they're trying to do, which is what it seems like they're trying to do, you need to be able to pronounce the name right. And you need to be able to pronounce it without a shadow of a doubt. Otherwise, the incantation is not going to work. But I guess they can override that with the pure energy of a child. Tezcatlipoca? These people are sick. So get rid of god, but then introduce other gods. Now, I'm not saying that Aztec gods or the Aztec people or the Mayan people were these barbaric tribes and empires. Okay, they were some of them were very the Mayans were very very advanced. A lot of what we're told about these these people were, it's derived from Christian missionaries, and they don't they don't want anybody to worship any god but their god, just like Muslims and Allah. And it, so it's very very rigid, just like. Egyptologists, most of them are Muslims, so they can't listen. They don't want to listen to, you know, people like Robert Schock, or they don't want to listen to other Egyptologists who say the pyramids are older. You know, if they're not Muslim or Christian, you just like independent people that say, well, evidence shows these are clearly older than a few thousand years. No, that's that's insulting to a So you have eating the eating of celebrity flesh. You've got the, the, the consumption of blood, essentially, and then you have the chanting of Aztec gods. This is all coming out of California. Out of California, uh, obviously, there you have Hollywood, and Hollywood produces a number of films that are predictive programming and the revelation of the method at best. Movies like The Island, about powerful, rich celebrities that grow clones in a facility. And those clones have to abide by the guidelines in the facility. They, they think that the world has been destroyed. They have these faint memories, but that's because they've been programmed. And they don't really know what's going on outside of the, the, the compartment that they live in, which is basically an underground military facility, underground corporate facility out in the desert where they make these clones. And so that has a feeling of like, Resident Evil to it and the Umbrella Corporation, their underground facility. And of course, the White Rabbit and Alice, in the red dress, and Neo follows the White Rabbit. And you think you're in the real world, but you're really not. You're in a simulation, you're in an artificial environment. And when you start to think for yourself, which is what happens to the main character in the movie, then there becomes a problem. And the corporation realizes they these these people have developed consciousness and they're having memories they shouldn't be having. That's movies like the island where they say the whole world is destroyed and but you could go to this island if you do what you're told to do. This is what Joe Biden. Who I mean, this guy is scary. I laughed at the orange man Donald Trump, but Joe Biden scares me. This guy looks like the smiling man or the crooked man. I feel like if I watch enough of Joe Biden speaking speaking, which isn't a lot because the guy hides in the White House, if that's even where he's at, I feel like I could like see him as a shadow at night. This guy is so decrepit and just he's 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 almost in the process of total bodily decay. Like, this is what happens to the body when you put it inside of a, of a coffin. Pumped full of drugs, pumped full of chemicals, and he can barely speak. And just that evil smile, like he wants to rip into your flesh. Here's what Joe Biden had to say. You, you might get to go to the island. I need you. I
1: need every American to do their part. And that's not hyperbole. I need you. I need you to get vaccinated when it's your turn and when you can find an opportunity. And to help your family... Your friends, your neighbors get vaccinated as well, because here's the point.
0: I'll get right on that, Joe.
1: If we do all this, if we do our part, if we do this together by July the 4th, there's a good chance you, your families and friends will be able to get together in your backyard or in your neighborhood and have a cookout and a barbecue and celebrate Independence Day. That doesn't mean large
0: events with lots of people together, but it does mean small groups will be able to get together. Oh, small! so small groups will be able to get, just do what I tell you to do, follow orders, follow commands, follow dictums, and then you might win the lottery and get to go to the island. You might win the lottery and you'll be able to have a barbecue. Now that, hold on a second, I, I said barbecue. That doesn't mean you get to have a huge family get-together now. That just means I'll allow you with social distancing and masks to get together with some friends in the neighborhood, in the neighborhood, on the street, and then you can maybe have a cookout, you know. But that's maybe. Only if you do what I tell you to do up until July 4th. And I just, I need you to do this. See, that's what a cult does. A cult makes you think just like, yeah, the Republican Party, the Democratic Party, the people that follow David Wilcock, they make you think like you're important. Well, first, they have to be important. They're an important person, but then they make you think you're important. And, and, and you have an ability to change something. They just, they just need you. I need you.
1: I need every American to do their part. And that's not hyperbole. I need you. I need you to get vaccinated when it's your turn and when you can find an opportunity. And to help your family, your friends, your neighbors get
0: vaccinated as well.
1: Because here's the point. If we do
0: all this... If you might get to go to the island. I'm excited to go to the island.
1: If we do our part, if we do this together, by July the 4th, there's a good chance you, your families, and friends will be able to get together in your backyard or in your neighborhood and have a cookout and a barbecue and celebrate Independence
0: Day. Now, that doesn't mean big groups now, okay? Listen to Uncle Joe. He wants you... To have a small group. That doesn't mean large events with lots of people together, but it
1: does mean small groups will be able to get together
0: after this long, hard year. A long, long, hard year of manipulated statistics and altered data. A long, hard year of major medical journals telling us that PCR tests are worthless, like the Lancet and others. And a long, hard year of manufacturing the safest vaccine in the world with no safety tests. So, of course, they have no evidence that it's dangerous because they didn't do any experimental tests on it. Well, they did. Um, They're just tests on you when you go get the vaccine. That's the the real medical experimentation. So, real life is basically like a movie. And it's funny because if you watch the movie I Am Legend, where the Crippen virus spreads throughout the human population and kills billions of people... It was developed as a bioengineered, a genetically engineered measles virus to cure cancer. And when it spreads to people, within 48 hours, they develop these psychological symptoms. The psychological symptoms include primal behavior, and the infected begin to see the uninfected as vicious monsters that have to be destroyed. They embrace the power that the Crippen virus gives them. And this is exactly how people are reacting to COVID-19. They are developing primal behavior out of fear, out of being threatened. All this began on 310, threatened the Ides of March, essentially last year, 2020, this long, hard year. And they see the uninfected as monsters that have to be destroyed. How dare you get me sick? And they embrace their newfound powers by demanding that you put on a mask, you filthy, disgusting, human being. Do not come within six feet of me. And when we get vaccinated, we might be able to have a barbecue and go to the island. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Check out our website at thesecretteachings.info. Subscribe today to become a member. Access the archive, the montages, and my books. It supports the show, the network, and you. I appreciate your support. And you're tuning into the show tonight. We'll be right back. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, somewhere between the normal and paranormal. A collection of question marks, no reason, no explanation, just a prolonged nightmare. Right here on The Fringe FM.
3: Do you like the secret teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books Just visit thesecretteachings.info.
1: Hey, Fringe listeners, Dave Cruz here reminding you that Beyond the Strange airs live Monday evenings at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Fringe FM. BTS is your one-stop shop for the paranormal, the bizarre, and most of all, the strange. Join me and co-host Black Sky Paranormal's Russ Bailey as we discuss topics such as aliens, ghosts, ghosts bigfoot and much more also we talk with profound guests authors researchers from all over the world and we take your calls live on the air go to beyondthestrange.com and learn more about the show guests times free registration for our newsletter merch and much more again that's beyond the strange monday evenings 7 p.m pacific 10 p.m eastern right here on ktlk digital broadcasting the fringe fm and as always stay strange The truth is out there, and so are we. KTLK,
2: digital broadcasting, The Fringe FM.
0: The Ides of March is the notorious midpoint of that month associated with the death of Julius Caesar and the settling of debts in ancient Rome. Otherwise, it's a joyous gateway into the spring. To celebrate the coming equinox, The Secret Teachings is offering a one-year subscription to our show archive, montage archive, All of my digital books and a free physical copy of one of my books with free shipping in the U.S., all for only $50. If you prefer a monthly subscription only to the archives and digital books, it's also available. Either donate $50 one time for the year, or establish reoccurring payments through PayPal on our website at thesecretteachings.info, or through the PayPal email, rdgable at yahoo.com. This offer can be used to extend a current subscription and is good around the world. Your support truly keeps us on air five nights a week, supporting both the secret teachings and the Fringe FM.
2: Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk
0: shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in paranormal talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app. Free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. Yo, hi there. It's Gigi from Shift Happens. Just stopping by to tell you to
2: stop it. Stop that.
0: Stop that thing that you're doing. And redirect all of your attention right directly back here. To the Fringe FM.
1: This is Jess Rogie, host of The Rogie Report, and you're listening to The Fringe FM, KTLK, digital broadcasting. Are you thinking about creating a podcast but don't know where to start? Yeah. Do you really want to have to learn all this stuff? Individual track processing, enhanced and improved sound quality. Edit out those awkward slips. Mix multiple clips and tracks. by volume, Deliver consistent sound. Live podcast production, show notes, and SEO optimization. Episode upload to hosting. Live call screening. Balance levels allowed to measure broadcast standards. Full branding packages logo design, podcast site, website, No artwork, video and audio production. Got to do video. Or do you just want to get on the mic and get your ideas out there? The Fringe FM team is here to help with all of your podcasting, audio, and video production needs. From simple podcast to audio enhancement, our professional production staff will make it easier than ever to create the podcast you desire.
3: The biggest thing is time. A lot of people that podcast don't have time. Time is like a really valuable currency next to cost. It's even more important than money. Why waste your time doing all this stuff? This is what we can do for you. Think about like the hours and the money you're going to have to put into doing all this by yourself. doesn't make sense. It's going to take you months to launch. If we did it for you, we could do it tomorrow.
1: Visit thefringe.fm, join our team and get jump started on your podcast today
3: everything is awesome everything is cool when you're part of a
0: team it's march the month of the spring equinox ostara right here on ktlk digital broadcasting the fringe fm
2: thanks again um this is very refreshing and i look forward to talking with you more soon Ryan. Hey, this is Anthony Tyler, author of Dive Manual, Empirical Investigations of Mysticism, uh, website divemind.net, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable, my man.
1: Join me on a journey where getting lost is the only true destination, where happiness is an illusion, where the past, present, and future all coexist on the same timeline.
0: I'm Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. There's a movie called The Island, came out in 2005, and it's about a bunch of rich, powerful people who want to have an insurance policy on their lives, and so they pay a bunch of money to have a company grow a clone of them. Now, they don't know, and the company didn't even know that in order for the clone the organs and all that to be viable to be usable they have to allow the clone to mature and become what amounts to you know low level consciousness they don't really have a lot of memories the memories they have are just implants and they have to function if they want to you know survive and potentially one day they could win the lottery and go to this island they have to participate and do what the authorities tell them to do in this facility. And they think the world's been destroyed by disease and by other things and the world's toxic, the environment is toxic, when in reality, none of that's true. They're living in a police state lockdown in what amounts to a medical, military, corporate facility underground in the desert, kind of like the hive from Resident Evil or... Neil following the White Rabbit to the real world in the Matrix, you know. And when the rich, powerful people are ready to cash in their insurance policy, whoever it is that they, um, they select to go to the island, that's the person uh, who is a clone of, the, of the, the powerful celebrity or actor, whoever it is that needs an organ transplant or they need something because they've been in the car wreck. So they, they select that person. They get to go to the island, but they really don't go to an island where the environment's clean and everything's great. They, they, uh, they get chopped up in an operating room. As it was a pretty interesting movie. Uh, again, it came out in 2005. And the people who lived in this facility were basically threatened that they had to do what they were told to do and then they might get to go to this this beautiful place. Now, that's a 2005 movie and it shows us that popular culture and entertainment are eerily similar to reality. And that's because reality is taken from in order to create this kind of entertainment. Whether it's for metaphor, hyperbole, or it's a literal revealing of plans or methods or agendas that have been given to Hollywood producers or have been given uh, to screenwriters or have been looked at by the Pentagon, you know, things that didn't necessarily have an angle to them per se, but the Pentagon reviews those scripts and then determines, well, if you want to use military equipment or this or that, we need to put this, this psychological component into the movie to see how people react to it. And that's what entertainment becomes. It becomes a form of propaganda programming, which is exactly what it is. It's programming. Uh, and you suspend disbelief. So when these things happen in the real world, you really can't comprehend that it's anything but a movie. As some researchers proposed, we talked about this last week on a show called World War C. Researchers proposed that it was a small tongue-in-cheek study. Those who watch zombie movies were more prepared for dealing with 2020 and 2021 than people who didn't watch zombie movies or zombie shows. Same with alien movies, and they'd be prepared for an alien invasion. I said when I read that, I think it's the opposite. I think people who watch those things are less prepared because they are... For a short time, they're playing pandemic like they're playing it like it's a game. They're playing, you know, zombie apocalypse and they get into the fun of it. It's kind of it was kind of fun at first, wasn't it? So you kind of suspend your disbelief. And then once you suspend disbelief and you can't imagine that it's anything but a game. Two weeks of playing quarantine and playing zombie apocalypse turns into a forced medical treatment or you don't get to function in society anymore. It turns into years and years of tribulation. It turns into what amounts to the metaphor of Left Behind, the Christian book series. It turns into the island where you, you, you could go to that island if you just do what we're telling you to do. But well, You might be able to get together with your friends again. And this is exactly what the so-called president of the United States, Joe Biden, said in, well, his, his first major speech. Gritting his teeth and you see those beady little black eyes and he tells you, look, if you do what we tell you to do, you might be able to have a barbecue for the 4th of July. You dirty, filthy American.
1: I need you. I need every American to do
0: their part that's not hyperbole. I need you. You see the way they talk to. They know. They've been trained. in NLP. Talk calmly. I need you. And give you the perception of power. Well, you already have the power. But give you the perception that you are in charge. And if other people don't do what I'm asking you to do, I'm going to speak very calmly, then it's their fault and by default your fault why you can't have a barbecue for the 4th of July. So just do what I tell you to do and get other people to do what I tell you to do and then everything will be okay. But of course, it's never okay.
1: I need you to get vaccinated when it's your turn and when you can find an opportunity and to help your family, your friends, your neighbors get vaccinated as well. Because here's the point. If we do all this, if we do our part, if we do this together... By July the 4th, there's a good chance you, your families and friends will be able to get together in your backyard or in your neighborhood and have a cookout and a barbecue and celebrate Independence Day. That doesn't mean large events with lots of people together, but it does mean small groups will be able to get together
0: after this long, hard year. This long, hard year, this long, dark winter. We might be able to have. A barbecue we might be able to get together with our friends for a short period of time in a small group. Two weeks turned into that. And it's unfortunate that many people don't have the perspective or the attention span to realize that. Two years after the movie The Island came out, another movie came out. It was a remake of a movie called Omega Man. This one had Will Smith, came out in 2007, it's called I Am Legend. In this movie, a doctor, Alice Crippen, Alice Alice in Wonderland, Alice Resident Evil, medical experimentation, Alice Crippen develops a cure for cancer by taking the measles virus and genetically engineering it. The Crippen virus becomes very effective at curing cancer, but then it begins to mutate and create rabies-like symptoms. As the story unfolds, when you look at the mythos of what this virus is and how it was written about in the, in the book and the movie, after 48 hours, people develop these psychological symptoms They include primal behavior and they see, they begin to see the uninfected as vicious monsters that have to be destroyed. I'm reading this part directly from the fandom.com page for the Crippen virus and for I Am Legend. They also embrace the newfound powers of the Crippen virus. Persons who have fully succumbed to the Crippen virus and survive become dark seekers. Now, there are a couple of things here that are very spooky when you show, when you see, how they relate to the psychology of mass hordes of hive mind following human beings in 2020-2021. I understand that there are people who are always going to behave in a primal way. And they are going to be used by media to make it look like people that need oxygen and can't breathe in a mask are all violent. It's like every other story about masks now. If it's not a study saying masks might work, it's a study saying masks make people less violent. If you don't wear a mask, you're a violent person. And then stories of Uber drivers attacked and people punched in the face and vandalism of stores. It's like, okay, let's put this into perspective. Circumstantial evidence for me have sh- has shown that the people who I come into contact with are usually vicious and call me all kinds of horrible names, even though I have a legitimate doctor's note saying Ryan doesn't have to wear a mask. And even though there are no laws, and even though private companies can ask you to do something, they can't force you to do something that's harmful to you. And they cannot violate federal law as a private company. Now, you can get into the details of that, and that's something for the Supreme Court or constitutional lawyers and historians, even, to argue. But the point is, I've experienced nothing but primal behavior from people who even, even if you are six feet away, they'll still yell at you. That's what I've, I've discovered. That's what I've experienced. And I've also experienced, and I think all of you have experienced this if you watch or you read any kind of mainline media, that the uninfected, people that are healthy, are seen as vicious monsters that must be destroyed. The University of New Mexico and Arizona State University are the homes... Two psychologists and professors, doctors, who suggested that coronavirus is a literal brain-eating virus that manipulates your brain into thinking that you're healthy when you're actually sick. And so you stay on your feet, and it makes you want to socialize more. That's what they said. So you go out in public, and you get other people sick. And they said the people that are already sick, they're not a threat. It's the people that are healthy who are a threat. Now, that's not based on science. That's not based on common sense. That's not based on even a possible or a maybe. That's based on fantasy land. That's based on hardcore psychological trauma and torture that they're trying to induce in the average person. The average person who feels powerful. They embrace the newfound power the Crippen virus gives them. And people who have fully succumbed to this become dark seekers. They seek the darkness. They look for the horrible things that can harm other people. They can make other people feel shameful for not participating. That's what we're dealing with. It's run by psychologists and psychopaths, people that manipulate, frame, alter and distort reality that make you think that it's a bad thing to have conscious thought and that if you just participate if you just do what you're told one day you might be able to go to the island one day you might be able to have a cookout with your family and your friends if you just do what you're supposed to do if we do all this
1: if we do our part If we do this together, by July the 4th, there's a good chance you, your families and friends will be able to get together in your backyard or in your neighborhood and have a cookout and a barbecue and celebrate Independence Day.
0: Not large groups, though. Just small groups.
1: That doesn't mean large events with lots of people together, but it does mean small groups will be able to get together.
0: It's a long, hard year. A long, dark
1: winter. After this long, hard year, that will make this Independence
0: Day something truly special. I will make this Independence Day something truly special. I mean, if you watch this speech, it sounds like something out of North Korea or something out of China. It does not sound like a speech given by an American president, a U.S. president. For some reason, the president of Mexico gets it, For some reason, a lot of other world leaders get it, but it just seems to be Israel and the United States of America and a handful of other countries. Portugal, uh, I think, is one of them. Uh, Spain is a big one. Uh, The U.K. is horrendous. They just, Australia is probably one of the worst. They just, they can't seem to get, they can't seem to understand. You know, New Zealand is pretty bad. I don't know, maybe it's a majority of countries that are bad. They just can't seem to understand that PCR tests are worthless and vaccines are dangerous. And this isn't based on my opinion. This is based on the actual medical research and science. And when you show somebody that, they say, no, no, no. Don't you listen to doctors and scientists? No, I don't listen to the doctors and scientists. I listen to the research that's conducted. I read the research, the medical reports, the journals. I read the the studies. That's where the science is. Not coming out of the two-faced Fauci not coming out of the black, beady-eyed Biden. I listen to the actual signs. I don't put up signs in my yard that say, Reset the Earth. Or, everybody's welcome here unless you're white or Christian. You probably saw a handful of previous U.S. presidents get their vaccine. And tell everybody, you should get your vaccine too. And there was a huge media frenzy because Donald Trump didn't participate. His son almost died, but it's okay, you know, from vaccines. And uh, they said Donald Trump can really do his part and join these other presidents and get the vaccine, tell people it's safe. I would like to know why people listen to authority and call authority science and then ignore actual authoritative science. I don't get, care what a president says. I care what the science actually says. Not in the sense that I just say the word science. I want to know what the science says. And then they, and it was on the news, like, oh, Donald yeah. Trump, if he gets the vaccine, he could, he could get his supporters to get the vaccine. Well, that's what the problem I have with supporting a party, or a politician, because they're probably right. If Trump would get a vaccine on TV, I guarantee you, they're estimating 50% of Republicans won't get a vaccine. I guarantee you, a good percentage of them would get a vaccine if Trump got it because they follow the butt of the sheep in front of them, whether they're a conservative or the liberal. They follow the butt of the sheep in front of them. And Catholics... Did you hear about this? Catholics won't get a vaccine because they have experimented with aborted fetal tissue. I understand the moral quandary you have, but there's more than that. It induces prion disease. It's basically like cannibalism. It creates an environment of neurodegeneration, Alzheimer's, autism, ALS. That's in the official medical literature. No safety studies. It sterilizes women. No safety studies. It's poison. They know that. But they tell you something different. And that's right. That's exactly what I said. Trump supporters are just like sheep. If Trump told them, get a vaccine, they would bend over and say, stick it in my asshole. Oh, wait, that's the anal swab that China wants to have the whole world use. They want to stick the anal swab in your asshole, and then they'll stick the needle in your arm. Do you see the, I think it was in Brazil, the propaganda video where the doctor accidentally forgot to pull the syringe all the way back, so he put the needle in the woman's arm and tried to push it down and realized it was already down, so he tried to pull it back and realized, wait, it's in her arm. Let me pull it out and pretend like she was vaccinated. And then everybody clapped and cheered, and he put a little alcohol swab there and a little Band-Aid. It was fake. Why would they be giving fake vaccines on TV? Because it's a fraud. And as long as you do what they tell you to do, you might get to go to the island. As long as you do what they tell you to do, you will be a dark seeker. You will be in charge. You have this newfound power. And it's really the uninfected, the people that are healthy and living their lives and enjoying themselves. Those are the people that are sick. Those are the people that need to be eradicated. This is so alien that it sounds and it feels more than hyperbole and more than metaphor. It feels like an alien invasion. Don't hold hands. Don't have sex. Don't look at each other. Put masks on. Vaccinate. Take medical drugs that are experimental. Stay inside your house. Don't go to work. Do everything in a digital environment. Don't have celebrations. Meanwhile, The last year has been one gigantic cult ritual. And it started with the Ides of March. It started with 310. It started with Threatened. It started at the beginnings of the new year with the coming of spring. It started as a sacrificial ritual to the technocratic gods. The sacrifice of all freedom. The sacrifice of all free thought. The decimation of economies and businesses and borders. The destruction of all that is good by this alien force, which is really, truly exemplified and shown in the face of of that decrepit dementia ridden president that occupies the white house like it's a like it's guys like a crypt keeper or something and it's unfortunate that people that like or dislike the president will do um you know they do the same things that the people who liked the last president would do they'll get a vaccine if they're told to They won't read the literature. They won't read the insert. They'll just get it because they're told to do it. It's easier to be told what to do rather than think for yourself. And people that can't think for themselves are terrified of thinking for themselves, terrified of having to read books and having to read journals. Oh no, I have to spend some time that I could otherwise spend on Reddit or following QAnon garbage. I have to actually research something. I can't have a secret government asset tell me what's going on and give me secret information. Sure, they're giving you secret information. Sure, Biden needs you to do your part. It's your part. He needs you to do your part because it's a cult. I need you. I need every American to do their part. It's a cult. It's a cult. It's a cult. And now in California, they want to remove God from the school, but then they want you to chant the names of Aztec gods. Like Tezcatlipoca, or Poca, excuse me, Tezcatlipoca. How are kids supposed to pronounce that? Okay, first of all, and yet they've got kids chanting. They want kids to chant decolonization, liberation, education, emancipation. They just use these words. They don't mean anything. But why would they want kids to chant those things? There's no doubt that the Aztecs' minds, they did perform human sacrifices but a lot of native tribes performed human sacrifices. A lot of them didn't. A lot of the, the Mayan sacrifices were only after the civilization the empire fell. When they were conquered by less advanced tribes. Kind of like the Roman Empire. A lot of the debauchery in Rome came after the Roman Empire began to fall. After it collapsed. After it sunk into the depths of history. And one wonders why Celebrities want you to eat their meat, like that's a real thing now, bite labs, you can eat a celebrity. Or why you can have the blood of young people injected into your body with a company called Ambrosia. These are the dark seekers. And if we follow the white hare, the white rabbit, through the month of March, Ostara, the spring equinox, into Beltane, the burning season... We see that very holy and powerful days on the occult calendar have been used to carry out dark, evil, L-I-V-E-E-V-O-L, love, evil, an inversion of live and love, rituals to control the minds of the populace. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings, and there's more after this. Don't go anywhere right here on The Fringe FM.
2: Check out the technological elixir, Wak Goo, Transhumanism, and Invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles, and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with three solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in soft cover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. It not only supports The Secret Teachings and Fringe FM, but most importantly,
0: it supports you. The Ides of March is the notorious midpoint of that month associated with the death of Julius Caesar and the settling of debts in ancient Rome. Otherwise, it's a joyous gateway into the spring. To celebrate the coming Equinox, The Secret Teachings is offering a one-year subscription to our show archive, montage archive, all of my digital books, and a free physical copy of one of my books with free shipping in the U.S., all for only $50. If you prefer a monthly subscription only to the archives and digital books, it's also available. Either donate $50 one time for the year or establish reoccurring payments through PayPal on our website at thesecretteachings.info or through the PayPal email rdgable at yahoo.com. This offer can be used to extend a current subscription and is good around the world. Your support truly keeps us on air five nights a week supporting both The Secret Teachings and The Fringe FM.
1: They all say the same thing. They're all like, you know, over the last four years, everything good that happened was because of us. And we would have done more good stuff if it wasn't for those guys. And then they, the Democrats go, oh, we did all the good stuff. <laughs> it's like you're all working for the same guy.
0: It's March, the month of the spring equinox. Ostara, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Want more of The Fringe? Check out
2: thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out The Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal radio app and talk stream live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's The Fringe FM.
3: This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash teachings.
1: Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to
3: The Secret Teachings. I'm Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero Radio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable.
2: Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings.
0: I'm Ryan Gable and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. You can download the Fringe FM app for free on your Apple or Google or Android devices. Check out our website at thesecretteachings.info You get access when you subscribe to the archive to every show in the new Captivate archive every montage and you can download each of my books in digital form. For our March Spring Equinox special, you'll also get a copy of one of my books Food Philosophy, The Technological Elixir, or Occult Arcana. They are available on the website. You can read reviews about them, buy the books separately, or we do have the special deal where you can buy all three books and get a huge discount. It's at www.thesecretteachings.info. And these are not thin, skinny books. Food Philosophy is over 300 and something pages. That's the smallest one. The Technological Elixir is 465, and Occult Arcana is 528. And that's like 8 by 11. It's huge. It's like a ream of computer paper. It's an enormous book. Uh, Hundreds, if not maybe probably hundreds of pictures in that book. I never counted all the pictures, but hundreds of uh, pictures in the book. And a lot of just really great information, it's font 11, so it's even bigger than, you know, it would be, uh, if it was a a, a size 12 font, I mean, it would be a bigger book, but I had to shrink the size down to cram more information into it. And when you buy a book, when you support The Secret Teachings through subscriptions, it also supports the network, and it allows us to be on air five nights a week. At some point in the near future, I'm going to do some call-in shows and go back to taking some calls at some point. I'm not sure if I'm going to do that on Monday nights or on Friday nights, Wednesday nights. I'm not sure what's going to happen with that yet. But with your continued support, and we've been getting consistent continued support uh, through you as a listener and through the Fringe FM, we will be able to do that and continue to do what we do five nights a week right here on the Fringe Monday through Friday right after Joe Roop and lighting the void and it's really because Joe's given us this opportunity over the last couple of years that we've been able to do the secret teachings in the way that the show should be done without any kind of censorship like on dark Matter and without the drama of L&M, for those of you who followed us through those two networks we could basically do whatever we want to do and that has allowed us to grow and develop an even larger audience. I get people that message me all the time telling me, you know, I heard your show when you were on Dark Matter back in like 2014, 15, and uh, I followed you since then. And people have jumped network to network to follow this show, and I cannot express in words how grateful I am for you as an individual if you've done that, but for anybody who has, you know, listened to this show consistently and supported us and told others about it, it um, really melts my heart. And it's incredible we have so much support from all over the world, not just all over the United States. And I think it's because when we talk about a subject, we don't just sit down and read a news article and then talk about it or talk about our opinions on you know something that's kind of spooky and maybe a bigfoot story or and and, and those those that's okay there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that, but we like to talk about things in a different way. We'd like to combine mythology and synchronicity and mysticism and esotericism and occultism and parapsychology, uh, parapolitics, health. We'd like to combine this stuff together to provide you with a new way of looking at the world. We look at popular culture, We look at the revelation of the method. We look at the synchromysticism, the cyclical nature of the universe, of the macro and the microcosm. We look at predictive programming. We look at psychological intelligence operations, things that seem natural when they're not natural. We look at movies like The Island that came out in 2005 about Clones that didn't know they were clones that were made by rich, powerful people. They were kept in a facility underground in the desert, and they were utilized when that celebrity or that powerful person needed an organ transplant or something to that degree. And when that person would be chosen, they'd be told that they were going to the island, but they weren't taken to the island. They were taken to an operating facility, and they were they were chopped to bits never be seen again. And in this facility, they're told they can go to the island, they might win the lottery, if they do what they're told. And the main character in the movie, played by Ewan McGregor, Lincoln's Six Echo, he starts to think for himself. And another character, played by Scarlett Johansson, Jordan 2 Delta begins to think for herself with the help of Lincoln. And this concerns the operator of the company and they eventually go and try to find the people who they are made in their image of, they are clones of. And it's very similar to what Joe Biden, the president said about the 4th of July. At least it reminded me of the movie The Island, that if you do what you're told, you might get to go to the island. If you do what you're told, you might get to have a 4th of July barbecue. I need you.
1: I need every American to do their part. And that's not hyperbole. I need you. I need you to get vaccinated when it's your turn and when you can find an opportunity. And to help your family, your friends, your neighbors get vaccinated as well. Because here's the point, if we do all this, if we do our part, if we do this together, by July the 4th, there's a good chance you, your families and friends will be able to get together in your backyard or in your neighborhood and have a cookout and a barbecue and celebrate Independence Day. That doesn't mean large events with lots of people together, but it does mean small groups will be able to get together. After this long, hard year, that will make this Independence Day something truly special.
0: After this dark winter, I'll make this Independence Day something truly special. Oh, Joe Biden will make it special if you do what he tells you to do. Another movie, I Am Legend, about a genetically modified virus that kills people, and turns the ones that survive into these monsters. But the monsters see the people who are still human as monsters, and they develop primal behavior of viciousness, and they turn on the uninfected and try to kill them, embracing their newfound power and succumbing to the virus. And this is what a lot of people have done today. They've developed this primal behavior. Throwing coffee on people who don't wear a mask, spitting on people who don't wear a mask, attacking people who don't wear a mask. And there are some morons who they're asked to wear a mask and they punch somebody in the face, but that's the minority. But these people see themselves as protecting you. And so if you refuse to protect them, it's an insult. It's an assault on them. And so these monsters then attack you because you're really the monster. And they embrace that power because they've been given power by Fauci or a governor. Or a business has said you will not enter unless you have the mask. And so they think they can tell you what to do. And people who have succumbed to this, they're the dark seekers. They seek the darkness. They need the darkness. They're afraid of light. Light burns them a lot of metaphors there. And of course, this all began officially during the Ides of March last year, 2020. The Ides of March, of course, is the midpoint of the month. The middle is Ides. An unlucky date, considering that Julius Caesar was assassinated on the 15th of March by 60 conspirators... And this is why the middle of March has such an unlucky feeling to it in the same way that any Friday the 13th has an unlucky feeling because this was the date in which the Knights Templar in 1307 were purged from Europe. Now these days, the death of Julius Caesar, the purging of the Templars, all throughout history, these significant events apply pressure, and create what amounts to, I think, an energetic time loop vortex. And much like when you go to a graveyard and you can feel that energy, or if you've ever had the unfortunate experience of being in a room where somebody was murdered, or you've gone to an old battlefield, you can feel that energy. And that's all different than when you go to a church or a temple or a mosque and you feel the vibration, all the prayer and the incense and the candles. and It's a different kind of a feeling. It's energy and it creates an impression on that spot. That's why sacred locations where rituals and other things have been carried out over centuries have almost like a divine, holy feel to them. You can feel the energy, even if people don't tell you, "Hey, somebody died here," or "Hey, this is the the site of so and so." This is the site of an old, um, you know, ritual space. I mean, nobody necessarily knows exactly what Stonehenge was used for. People speculate that it was for rituals. Others speculate it was for astronomical alignments, and and it could have been both. But when you you I've never been there, but when you go there, people have told me that you just get this weird feeling. It's kind of like being in a crop circle. You get a weird feeling. It's because the electromagnetics in that area are changed. It, it's it feels that's why batteries drain, electronics malfunction. It's like the Bermuda Triangle or the Devil's Triangle. It's a different feeling, and that might be a location that you feel that. But we can also feel it during certain days of the year, and this is why traditionally. Parts of the year like Beltane or Samhain, April 30th or October 31st, the burning season and the death of nature, these are the times in which at least Wiccans believe that the veil between the physical and the non-physical, the worldly and the otherworldly, is thinned. And so there are psychic disturbances and psychological distresses This is a time in which divination is practiced more intently than other times of the year, at least for some people that practice these things. And these two points of the year mark the official beginning of summer and the official beginning of winter. And to the Celtic people, they really only had two Times of the year, winter and summer. And that was broken down into four parts of the year, winter, spring, summer, fall. And of course, you know, some people, some cultures viewed the year differently. Some celebrated the new year in November. Some celebrate the new year in the spring. Some celebrate the new year based on an arbitrary calendar that cycle of 12 months in relationship to the zodiac and the knights of the round table and the, the companions of Jesus, the disciples, and other gods and goddesses who had round tables or had 12 disciples or 12 people that followed them. And the sun has the 12 houses of the zodiac, houses, of course, built by the carpenter. So the Ides of March, just like. Beltane or Samhain or Samhain, it falls in the middle of March. And a few days after that, we have the spring equinox Ostara, which is thought to be named after the Babylonian Ishtar or the European Eostra. And these goddesses, these energies, the celebrations that humans have had and the superstitions and the rituals that have been had or conducted over centuries create the same kind of energetic impression that would otherwise be created at a certain location, but it's created during a time of the year as the wheel turns. And so these times are times of psychic stress or psychic distress or psychic or psychological disturbances, good or bad. You could feel something different. And so what this tells us is, although we don't see it, and we can feel it though, we know that something is off, something is different, something is changing, as the seasons change, as the wheel turns, as the cycles process. We know that dates like the Ides of March, the burning season of Beltane, the events of Samhain, the winter solstice, the summer solstice, in bulk, Lucnesa, Mabon star, We know that all these days are important. We know there are days in between that are important. And we know that wars are launched. Major events occur. Whether that's because they are intentionally designed and formulated on those days. Or because it's the energy and the impression on the fabric of reality that pulls things to occur on those days. We know there's a significance in the declaring of March last year to be the ground zero month of COVID-19. And a year later, after we've been locked down for a year, essentially, and society has changed from what some people call a black swan event or others call a singularity, the so-called president of the United States wants us to do exactly what we're told, and then he may let us out of our cages to have a small barbecue by the 4th of July. And it sounds like something from the movie The Island. If you do what you're told, you may be able to go to the island. And this island has a clean, pure environment where there's no, there's no virus. There's no disease. It's all great. It's all beautiful. But there's really no island. And I think a lot of you know, as much as I know, that there, there, there's no July 4th. There's no getting together with your friends again. And, you know, they're talking about in the UK and other places permanent semi monthly or semi yearly lockdowns, just like this one. No small businesses. No relationships, no children, no breathing, no carbon dioxide. You're being treated like a piece of property. I know some people like it. Some people are a little mask acistic. I know a lot of people who wear the masks and do what they're told to do, they derive pleasure from their own pain and humiliation. Others are sadists, and sadists and masochists tend to get along pretty well. One wants to inflict pain, one wants to receive the pain. I don't really want to inflict pain or receive pain. I'm just observing the world, and I'm seeing what I see, and I'm sharing it with you here on The Secret Teachings. And I think it's important to combine the history of the assassination of Caesar and the Ides of March, to the modern day, and the declaration of emergency, and the decimation of our environment, and of our economy, and of our culture, of small businesses, of relationships, of families, the stabbing to death, of liberty and freedom, and the dumping of the body, and When we combine that with the significance of Ostara, the spring equinox, and these holy days, look at the mythos and the predictive programming and the revelation of the method through movies like I Am Legend or movies like The Island or movies like V for Vendetta. We see that... Art mimics reality, and reality mimics art. That there is a symbiotic relationship between the two. And when we understand that, we can recognize that through sigils and chaos magic and other things, reality can be altered through less than material means, through energy, which can be manipulated, through magic. Magic for which you don't have to believe in it, but there are people who do believe in it, and they get you to perform the rituals for them. Because there isn't going to be a president or a prime minister, a politician or some corporate leader who says, oh, by the way, aliens are real and they've been here. Oh, by the way, there's an asteroid going to strike the Earth tomorrow. Oh, by the way... We have a definitive time in which society will go back to normal. None of that will ever happen. No one will ever even come out and tell you from the White House or somewhere else that here's the real scientific evidence that PCR tests are worth anything. Their founder says they aren't, though. You know, the developer says they aren't. Or that vaccines are really safe. They don't show you the evidence. They just show you, look, I got one. I'm safe. confirmation bias and then you get sick afterwards and you're like oh that's just the, that's the that's the vaccine working they don't show you facts they just tell you what i say is a fact they tell you that if you disagree that's the virus controlling your brain no it's not the virus controlling your brain at least not the covid19 virus it's the media the media is the virus Mainstream and alternative, and a lot of independent for that matter. The virus can be fought off and prevented with free thought, with critical thinking. That's how we keep ourselves psychologically healthy. That's how we don't succumb to the primal behaviors and the viciousness and the desire to harm the uninfected when we're infected with this psychological disease. We can think for ourselves as much as is humanly possible. And when we think for ourselves, we are empowered and we don't need to listen to President Dementia tell us that he needs our support. He just needs us to do what he asks us to do and it'll all be better, maybe. There's a good chance. I need you. I need every American to do their part. And that's not hyperbole. I need you. I need you to get vaccinated when it's your turn because you don't already have the power to say no and to help your
1: family, your friends, your neighbors.
0: He's going to tell you, I'll give you the power the to help us.
1: If we do all this, if we do our part, I'll let you go to the island. Together. Go to the island. By July the 4th, there's a good chance you your families and friends will be able to get together in your backyard or in your neighborhood and have a cookout and a barbecue and celebrate Independence Day. That doesn't mean large events with lots of people together, but it does mean small groups will be able to get together after this long, hard year.
0: A dark winter. We'll make
1: this Independence Day, something truly special, where we not only mark our independence as a nation, when we begin to mark our independence from this virus.
0: Independence from this virus. Yes, the virus that is epitomized in you, Joe Biden. The virus that is epitomized in all the Trump supporters who will, if Trump was to get a vaccine publicly, decide, okay, I'll get one too. The virus is the hive mind, the collectivized thought, Of the masses of people who do what others do because they're doing them. They're doing those things and they don't want to feel left out or feel crazy. You should feel honored to be looked at like you're crazy when you know that you are right. It's unfortunate though that knowing that you're right has somehow been associated with people who just spread legitimate terror trauma-inducing ideas and fear without knowing what they're saying. Like people who are who are saying things like, oh, the, the vaccine has nanobots in it. Dude, you don't even know what a nanobot is, first of all, okay? Nanotechnology is used, but that doesn't mean nanobot. Nano describes the size, not the item, that it's a machine or a robot. You understand that, right? And then people like myself and you have to come along and clean up the mess that they make. So when someone's like, why aren't you taking the vaccine, you think there's nanobots in it? No, moron, I don't think there's nanobots in it. That's that's asinine. If somebody wanted to put nanobots in your body, they'd spray it in the atmosphere. They'd put it in your food. Scientists have already found artificial human cells in nature. They've been spraying God knows what for decades. They don't need to put it in a vaccine Thinking for yourself, thinking critically, reading, learning, that's empowering. And you don't have to be a Christian. Christians, for some reason, don't like me. I can't imagine why, but I agree with you, if you're a Christian, that there is an effort to eradicate Western civilization, Christianity, white people, and God. And in fact, the public schools in the United States of America, they want to get rid of God, and yet... In California, the California Department of Education says we want kids to chant Tezcatlipoca, a god in Aztec mythos that was, you know, the subject of human sacrifice, although a lot of that's also from Christian missionaries who wanted to def- destroy the 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 traditions and the culture of the Aztecs, the Mayans and others. But They want them to chant these gods' names. They want them to chant decolonization, liberation, education, emancipation, change in our situation, this human transformation. It sounds like some weird Black Lives Matter poem. But that's what they want the kids to chant. And that is because, of course, Western civilization is bad. And now it's time for the East to rise to power. It's time for the cycle to continue and for things to change and for there to be a new normal. That's what it's all about. As long as you do your part, you might get to go to the island. As long as you do your part, you might, maybe, possibly, get to have a barbecue.
1: We'll be able to get together in your backyard or in your neighborhood and have a cookout and a
0: barbecue and celebrate Independence Day. So just do what you're told Listen to the authorities, and if you're lucky, Joe Biden might give you your Independence Day. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. If I can have your ear for another 90 seconds, go to the website, thesecretteachings.info. Subscribe to the show. It's very easy. You can do it on the website, through PayPal, or just use the PayPal email. You can donate one time so there's not a reoccurring payment, or you can do the reoccurring payment. We have the weekly subscriptions, the monthly. Most people do the year because you get access to the whole archive of shows, the montages, the digital books, and for the month of March, you also get access to one of my physical books. I'll autograph it and send it out free shipping in the U.S. We also ship around the world, and you can use this offer to renew your yearly subscription www.thesecretteachings.info the email for anything and everything from PayPal to sending me information is r-d-g-a-b-l-e, r-d-gable at rdgable.yahoo.com and the website for social media facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings stay safe, stay informed and we'll talk to you on the next broadcast